This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's absolutely shocking, isn't it? It's these bloody foreigners, I keep telling you. Oh, we're on. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Badly FC's longest-running podcast, proud to be part of the TalkSport Fans Network. Uh, with us, as always, later drinking in his bed... Um, as he was at 10 o'clock this morning, apparently. It's Steve. Steve, how are we? Uh, good evening and uh, good evening, gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I, am, I am laid prostate. No, not prostate. Prostrate. <laughs> no, my prostate. My prostate's all right as well, funnily enough. Anyway, carry on. Uh, uh, and talking uh, about the football uh, as well. Please do. Maybe. report. Ian, Ian, how are we doing? Very well, my prostate's fine as well, thank you. Oh, that's very good. Excellent. I'll, any I'll, any I'll other medical my, problems you want to discuss? We could just, <laughs> just discuss whatever you want, really. Well, I think of men's health, men's health, Ian. <laughs> and always it's seek very medical important, advice very important, before mate. you do anything. Um, boys, um, obviously, you know, it's, it's been a good week um, for Barnsley. Two away games, two wins, two completely different performances, but I suppose similar results. Um, Ian, we'll start with you first. Um, Cambridge, Tuesday night, score four goals. Uh, scored by four players that started the match. Away days don't get any better than that, do they? <laughs> no. No, I thought we started the game brilliantly. I thought, given what had happened against Blackpool, um, the ones that Collins brought in um, absolutely took the chance. Um wasn't a 4-0 game, though, because, let's face it, Liam Roberts was our man of the match. <laughs> um, Again. Times. Um, Again, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that Frenchman, MDJ, G, as I'll call him, because I can't pronounce his name. Um, Dejevny. Dejevny, I've been practising. <laughs> Male Dejevny. Beautiful. It rolls off the tongue, Steve. <laughs> it does. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought we first 20 minutes they could get out of their own half. We absolutely dominated them. Um but yeah, a, a, a re, what I was pleased with, it was a really good reaction to what had happened against Blackpool a couple of days earlier. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was a good watch in that respect. And 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 it's right, isn't it, Steve? Because when when you look at it, 
you open the scoring on seven minutes, then you bang another one in on 33. So you go into the interval 2 0 up. Then, you know, what is it? 15 minutes after the restart, you score another one. And then on 83 minutes, you, you, you put it to bed. I mean, John Russell um, scored uh, the final goal on 83 minutes. Max Waters on 59, MDG on 33, and Nicky Cadden on, on seven. Um, was that his best 11, do you think then? Because, I mean, the four of them scored. Um, you tell me. He doesn't know his best 11. I don't know his best 11. Comments I keep getting on Twitter, they certainly don't know his best 11. They don't know his best one, they mind 11. Um, I mean, it were, it were a cracking performance. But, you know, Cambridge had best uh, defensive record in league. Um, didn't look didn't look like it, to be honest. Uh, we just took us chances, which were nice to see. I thought that first half, especially John Russell, uh, actually moved. I could see he's actually got a little bit of pace about him, which surprised me. I've got to be honest, surprised me. Uh, and it were good to see. Uh, quietened off a little bit, as a few players did. But then, like you say, popped up in 80-odd minute and slams it home. So, you know, there's definitely a player. Definitely a player in there. It's... Um... It's it's difficult, isn't it? If you look at the lineup, um, Ian. Obviously, Robertson goal. We'll talk about Robertson a bit because if, if if you're talking about you know decent goalkeepers on loan, he's going to feature somewhere, isn't he? Back three of Williams, MDG, and Jamie McCart. Uh, wing backs Cadden and O'Keefe. You've got John Russell sitting in front of those uh, back three. Styles and Herbie Kane in the centre of midfield uh, with Max Watters and Devante Cole up front. Uh, Max Watters scored a goal. Um, is one of the problems we're having is we still don't really rightly know who the best strike partner is for the Venti Cole, do we? No, not at all. Um, pleased that Waters got his goal, uh, but I'll be honest, I thought he was um, well off form again. I thought he just looks like he's not trained with them. You know, he, he's not on the same wave. He's probably, has he had more minutes as a striker with Cole than any of the others this season, I would hazard a guess? Yeah, but he hasn't, so, yeah. he hasn't linked up with Cole one way at all, has he? They're on a completely different wavelength. Let's say I'm pleased that he scored. I don't want to slate him too much, but there is still a, um, a strike partner position there for with Cole up for grabs. Like, like McAtee will talk about, I'm sure you know. Come off the bench, score the winner, Exeter Cosgrove. We've not seen, not seen him do anything yet. Um, no. Got a couple out on loan. Um, yeah, massively. Um, we got away with it probably yesterday. You know, well, Waters played, scores one week, then um, gets replaced. McAtee comes on, scores the winner at Exeter. We're getting away with it at the minute, but yeah, absolutely crying out for one of them strikers to nail on that second spot. Uh, to partner Cole, but no one seems to be wanting to grab it at the minute. Yeah. And uh, Steve, good news also coming um, from the club yesterday um, that uh, Luca Connell is out on the grass training now, so his, his recovery seems to be into the next phase. Falls in nicely with the fact that obviously there's no match, so it's a couple of weeks, so, you know, who knows, he might be. So if you look at that midfield, is, is, is that the end of Russell then, with, with Connell coming in... Connell playing in that position. Herbie Kane, you could say, has been, you know, hit and miss maybe. I mean, be more miss than hit. Uh, Callum Styles, I think, you know, you know what you get with Callum Styles, don't you? Um, and I think he, he's, he's extremely mobile. But if and when Connell comes back, where is he going to, where is he going to slot him in? Is that, is that a straight swap for Russell or would you rather see somebody else? 
make I way. think first first and foremost, I don't think he'll be back in a couple of weeks. I yeah. think it'll take him I think it'll take him longer um to sort of get back up to speed. I think they might even end up playing a couple of under twenty, under twenty one, under twenty three, hundred and twenty one games. Mm. Um which I think would would be good for him. I think Collins has really got a problem with midfield because we know there's talent there, but it ain't coming out and it's not coming out consistently. No, I'm not a Phillips fan. I've never been a Phillips fan. Shoot me, whatever. So he, he, doesn't, he doesn't even come into my equation. Um, Herbie Kane's promised so much and for me has still not delivered. Somebody taught, said to me that he had a, a outstanding game on Saturday. Must have missed it. But again... That's it's people's opinions, and this is what this show's all about. So you know what? I'm not slagging anybody off who thinks he had a good game on Saturday. Personally, I thought there were times he had flashes of we know what sort of player he can be, but some at times he just wanders about as though it weren't on the, it weren't interested. There were a couple of challenges that ball went past him, and he watched it go past. So then you've got Russell, who at times looks like an oil tanker because he turns that slow and he does but then like I said first half against Cambridge he, he looked a different player um, Benson we've not seen much of Benson as yet he's another one that promised you know talent skill whatever you want to call it that has not really delivered Callum Styles is probably the best midfielder at club but still not really shown that to us and it's not and he's got to do if he's still wanting that move. You've got Matty Wolf coming back. You've got Connell coming back. We've got some really exciting players on paper, but they just at the minute don't seem to put it together in that central three. Now, whether that's Collins's fault, whether tactics are wrong, because it's the three I thought on Saturday, yesterday, they seemed to change quite a lot. There was like sort of rotating round. All right, Collins and Kane, uh, Styles and Kane kept dropping back and Russell would go forward. We know Kane's not an old in midfielder, but if he's being told to drop back into that position, which you watch him do when you watch him shouting football, but then he's not doing anything weird. He's either playing it backwards or he's playing it sideways. He needs to be further upfield. So does that mean... You have one holding midfielder that just stops as a holding midfielder. Mm. If you watched Arsenal game, Arsenal Man City this afternoon, Jorginho sat in front of Arsenal defence, and that's all he sat all day, all until he got taken off. Is that the sort of midfielder that we need? In which case, then, is it Russell? Is it Connell? Is it Wolf? I don't know, but I think he, he needs to look at his midfield. Because at the minute, for me, that's the that's our sticking point, and that's what's uh, I suppose costing us to some extent. Mm. Ian, is is it worthwhile even contemplating that maybe a change of formation could accommodate um, Connell without maybe you know sacrificing? Because Herbie Kane is a bit hot and cold at the moment, isn't he? I mean, Callum Styles, we know what he can do, so you don't really want to leave him out. Um, some people have said they'd love to see somebody in that number 10 role, sort of like just playing behind and, and playing these players in. Um, 
it's, it's probably not, isn't it? Because the whole when the first team played this formation, the under twenty threes, the under twenty ones, the nineteens, all the way to the under threes or whatever they have these days, are all playing that same formation. Um, mm. But it's a dilemma, isn't it? Were we over reliant on Kummel yesterday, uh, last season? Sorry, is is it sort of like it's that 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 huge of a miss that we've we've not, you know, nobody really in the ranks to, to you know to, to to replace him while he's out or. Um, an over-reliance on him. Well, the re- to be fair, the rest of the midfield did a really good job. You know, all the other players, you know, Phillips, we know he's not a 90-minute man. He, but like last season, he come in flashes and would get assists and goals. He's not done that this season. Kane's kind of, I know he's played a bit of a deeper role, but it doesn't suit him. And he's been like playing like a crab. Russell has started to show bits and then will do two steps forward, sometimes three back. And have a poor game. So I think all the others of have, have, have the levels have dropped off. So not just an over reliance on Connell, but Connell is our like, engine. Um, and I suppose I don't know about part, part of me thinks do, do you change the formation and and I'd like to see sort of Cadden and Cotter like wingers in like a four four two. But then I think I like this three five two sort of setup. I think it suits us. Um, Styles can be in and out. One minute he can have a great game, and then he can look quite ordinary. Um, so I think the rest of the midfield have got to up the game by fifteen twenty percent easy. Um, I don't see a change of formation coming. If I'm honest, um, I think we're just hoping that it clicks at some point, and um, either Colin stumbles across it or something happens, and we suddenly start getting that midfield playing like they played last season. Yeah. Um... Steve, 4-0. And whether it was a 4-0 match, it doesn't matter. That's what the scoreboard said. Three points, Tuesday night, everybody happy. Collins obviously impressed because the same 11 start against Exeter. And I know it's a different opponent that has different threats and different this. But this was a completely different match and performance, you could say, from Barnsley as well, especially in that first half. Yeah. Um, at times, I thought we looked laboured. Um I think Exeter were unlucky because they hit post twice, especially in the last minute, which would have would have given them a point. So they certainly worked us. Um, again, there were a couple of players I thought didn't perform very well, or Keith being one of them. Um, I think at times he looks out of his depth, and when we needed some pace on that right hand side. Uh, he, he, he didn't really provide it and his passing's poor but having said that the passing I thought yesterday was poor all round some of, some of the passes we were playing were shocking and then we resort to long ball up, up front which is near the Houston ornament what as, as Ian said at times flatters to deceive he runs about but don't really get old at ball don't really do a great deal with it I think Cole has gone off boil a little bit. And whether that's just a little bit of a dip in confidence or is it just the fact, same old story, he's not getting any service from midfield. Because there was nothing coming through at all. No. Um, Roberts, again, kept us us in that game. I thought Dejivny is showing now what a class player he actually is. If he can keep, if he can keep improving at, at this rate, um, 
I can see him making one at back three positions, definitely, definitely his own. Um, I think I saw somebody put that he was like uh, Frank LeBeuf with hair, which I found <laughs> quite amusing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's not one of mine. That's definitely off, off Twitter. Um, but yeah, it were, and, I mean, Cosgrove came on and we've said we've not seen much of Cosgrove. And again, not a great deal or didn't didn't show a great deal. McAtee comes on, 100 mile an hour, all over the place. Uh, he loves them sliding tackles from about 25 yards, doesn't he? One of these days he's going to contact and kids are going to end up in bottom at stand and there'll be a red card and off you go. But came on, showed a lot of energy, a lot of skill, lovely finish for goal, absolutely shocking finish afterwards when he should have beaten keeper and he made an absolute yeah. pig's bollock on it. So <laughs> it's, it's both sides of the coin, isn't it? Yeah. I think McAtee would make a cracking attacking midfielder. I really would with his pace and his energy. But at minute, it's only one really that's scoring. Um, Ian, I mean, Steve just talked about uh, about McAtee. It's what what was needed, wasn't it? Because it was very much, it wasn't a great match to watch. I, I listened no. to the audio commentary, um, and and you've got to respect those fans that travel. Literally, I, I will presume that's one of our. Well, it will be the furthest away match um, this season. You know, on on a Saturday, um, to keep the fans happy and to keep that brilliant away record um, intact. I suppose there's no. It don't matter how they get scored, other. It's 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 the fact that it's another clean sheet. And is it five in five now on the road? Yeah, with uh, I think we've got an aggregate of eleven to one in our away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Favour in those games, so um, you can't you can't knock that. But yeah, there were there were times in that game where it was a bit like watching paint dry. It was an open game, but um, <clears throat> lacked a bit of quality in the final third. I thought Styles missed a, had a couple of great chances and just swung a leg and nothing really happened. Um, they were missing that Sam Nomby that they, and that Jay Stansfield who absolutely murdered us last season. Um, they lacked a cutting edge. Yeah, they hit the post a couple of times. Uh, Roberts did well. Um, it was just an open game, but just lacking quality from both sides in the final third. Um, but I thought fair play to Collins. I thought he made positive substitutions. You could have, he could have tried to wrap it up and say, "I'll take a point here." It's a place we never, very rarely get anything from. Take a point all day long, but he didn't. He, he gambled. He, he put strikers on, he, he, he tried to uh, change it for the positive and it worked. Um, so, 
you know, you, you can't knock it, can you? You know, I thought fair play, it, it, it were positive changes. Um, and one of them came off. I thought Cotter, I thought Cotter did well when he came off. He was direct again, it, down, it, that right, down that right-hand side, trying to make something happen. Suddenly balls were flying in and they were going in, in the danger area, which hadn't been happening for the last, for 16 minutes earlier. Let's just talk about this away record. Uh, we spoke shortly before we went on air, um, for both of you, really. What is it about having, you know, not a great record at home so far this season, but away, absolutely unbeatable. One of the top sides in Europe away. And my thought is that I, I reckon that when we play away, the fans' expectation is different. You know, we have 700 or however many went to Exeter. They go to watch us, you know, win, lose or draw. It's a day out. It's a long day out. Some stayed over for the weekend. And if in the third minute, MDG, our number six, you know, miss hits the ball and, and accidentally gives a corner away, the cheering, the shouting, and they get behind the team. I think at Oakwell, there's a different type of spectator fans that turn up as well. They, they for whatever reason, because, you know, no fan is better than the other if they go to more matches or buy more shirts or go to home way, whatever. I always feel that the expectation, the pressure at home is, and, and, and I suppose that's all over, but it's sort of like, you know, if the team is a little bit like nervy, the fans get very, very nervy as well, don't they? And I think at home, Barnsley have done a great job in silencing the home crowd. It's just a shame we can't do that all well. What, how, how do you see that situation, Steve? Because it, it's weird, isn't it? Five on the road, four wins and a draw. And at home at times, it's it's painful to watch us. And it's supposed yeah. to be four dog well. Yeah. Sorry, I've got knocking on the door. <laughs> Ball scored lottery. I'm doing oh. sure with boys. <laughs> what, Chinese? Chinese, Chinese has come, boys. Chinese is here. <laughs> hey. What's the Good name? On noodles. Joy Hong. Beautiful <laughs> Sheffield Road. Other Chinese are available, but it's really nice Chinese, Joy. And I'm not getting anything for plugging it. Either. Are you going to be sponsored by him next week? No, I'm sticking with Gorbatap because Jed's back now. Glad yeah. to see Jed back. Kid who stepped in for him. Nice lad. Jed's back, though. I shall be yeah. seeing him next week, no doubt. Um, yes. Away, away, away. Yeah, matches. Sure, I'm... Back in the room. Back in the room, Steve. Back in the room. Yeah, I'm back in the room. I got a word. I got a word. Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? You've got to, in a way, you've got to be careful what you say. The people well, no, that go away. Opinions, isn't it? Well, the people, yeah, but the people that go away, that follow Barnsley, uphill downdale, 10 mile down road or 100 mile down road, are you true to a certain extent? hardcore supporters you still have your hardcore supporters that only go home which is fine it's very rare i go away i'll be quite honest but i go home and and you've got that you've got that sort of group of supporters you've also got your supporters that will go to an home match not everyone depends how they're feeling uh and get behind team, but you've also got a lot of supporters that go that can be very critical, that perhaps don't necessarily just go for the football, they go for the social aspect, they go for a few pints, etc. There's all different levels. I think the difference at home is, as you said, we do get quite nervy. 
But let's face it, we can be a nasty bunch at times. Mads Anderson, that first season, will say, and I wouldn't blame him in any way, shape or form, that it nearly it nearly killed him. The season that we had with no supporters in made that made that lad. And you look you look at him now and he's a fantastic player. So I think at times, and I suppose it's the same at any any club, you do get on back of your players. But I think we sometimes do get a little bit carried away and can be quite negative when it's actually been a decent it's been a decent first half. You know, it might be nil-nil, but it, you know, it's been a decent first half, but you still get some bulls. And it, it, it does affect I don't care what anybody says, of course it affects players. Because they near it, they near what's going off. And I, I just think you know, it's, it's human nature, isn't it? You're pissed off at them because they're not playing very well, so you have a go. But sometimes you've just got to sort of temper temper what you say or what you do. I, th- I think, didn't you say something, Steve? Was it midweek? Was it a Cambridge fan came out and praised us? And all yeah, the week, they would have comment on Twitter and said it was the best side he's seen down there all Sorry. season. Played really well, uh, had a really good, really good game, and he he, he, pra- he really praised us. And I had a look at comments afterwards, and there were 20, 25, 30 comments from Barnsley fans underneath, basically saying, "Well, thanks, but we're crap." Yeah. You know, I'm putting that in a nutshell, but that yeah. is what they said. And it, yeah. you just think, what? Why? All right, you might not be that impressed with performance, but you've you, you know you bang four goals in. Three points. You know, thank you very much, kind sir. Yeah, it was a really good game. Enjoyed it. And yeah, we are picking up. Why Why do we have to be so negative all the time? Um, is, it, is it a case that you're thinking that people want that, just like watching Brazil, they want us to win 2-3-0, have 80% possession? Oh, God, yeah. I do. I want us to be winning 2-3-0. I want us to play but, like but Brazil. Of course. There's, all, there's only a couple of sides in world football that, that can do that. Exactly. You know, exactly. It, literally, in world football, there's, a, there's only a handful of teams that can do that, can have 80% possession, play wonderful football, and absolutely entertain. And um, the rest of us just have to get by, don't we, on whatever we can produce. And we all see matches, we all watch matches, and we all pick out players. Well, he played well this week, and he didn't. Um, I think some players... Not mentioning any names, but don't seem to bring it when they should. And to me, that is letting us down. They're getting paid every week. And you want to see 100% every game. Of course you do. And we know you have off days. But surely to God, after a run of off days, either manager's got to look at you and drop you, or you've got to look at yourself and think, well, hold on a minute. I'm not playing very well at minute, so why why am I not playing very well? Is it am I not fit? Am I carrying an injury? Do I not want to play for Barnsley? You know, fans gain on me back and it's getting me down. You know, it's stuff like that. There's loads of different things, but at the end of the day, we're we're all Barnsley, aren't we? 
Um, Ian, off the uh, pitch, obviously uh, horrible news yesterday with the incident with the club coach, everybody got out safely. Am I right in thinking the Cheltenham Town send their team bus to take the players from the M5, where I believe the accident happened, took them all the way uh, back to South Yorkshire, so all the players yeah. are fine and, and, and everybody's OK, and staff, of course, as well. Uh, Rumours that uh, Khaled is, um, well, First, there's rumours that he might be leaving to go back to Sweden. Then a statement comes out that he'll be here till the end of the season. They always say that, don't they? You know, Michael Duff was here for the long run. So, you know, something will happen. Um, and, and whilst I don't want to get, you know, like ultra political, the club seems, pretty, besides the big news we're waiting for, but it seems pretty settled. We've had worse times, haven't we? Like when off the when on the pitch, things weren't great, but you looked off the pitch and they were worse. Actually, Behind the scenes, things seem pretty settled. So it, it, it's hard to put your finger on, isn't it? Why at home, you know, we might be struggling. It, do fans need to step up and be Absolutely. the 12th man more? Do we do we need yeah. another scarf day for next time we play at home? Just, no, you'll, be yeah. asking, you'll be wanting a drum next. <laughs> ah, well. Oh, don't give me <laughs> ah, well. Keep saying, have a drum if you want. As long as I sit next to you, I don't mind at all. <laughs> I think... Um... I do think that away from home, the fans are a bit more patient, a bit more, give them a bit more slack. I think if after 10, 15 minutes, it's not going well at all, well, they are on the back. You know, you get your hear people going, hoof it, and they don't like them playing it out of the back. And um, I, I generally think our fan base is, a, is, a, is, is um, they're a tough gig. I mean, how many times do we do put an article out or something like that? And you, the comments sometimes, people really do like, like the comments with that that Cambridge fan, it's sometimes it's just very very negative, and I know it, I, don't, I don't know. I just think we're a tough crowd, and I think oh well, it really really come comes out. Whereas you look at like the second half of last season when we got some home form going, and and we got the scarf day, and it really turned positive. But it's gone back to how it were this season, and I think away from home, if that had finished nil nil, they wouldn't have been booed off. They were, you know, they'd have been applauded off. If that had been nil nil at Oldwell, they'd have been grumblings. There'd have been grumblings with with thirty minutes to go. I don't mean booing them off, but I mean I just think you know moans and groans and and what have you. Uh, whereas away, I think they're, 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 they cut them a bit more slack. Um, I th- when you're saying about Khalid, I think it has settled down. You're gonna, you, we always get it around the transfer window, don't we? That's settled down now. They had the fans for him. Everything's going a bit quiet off the pitch, which is quite thankful, to be honest. Because oh, you want getting... it really, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, because it was getting tiresome. It was getting really tiresome. That um, it happens obviously when there's a transfer window, but we had all the sort of pre-season, all the change and turmoil on uh, with the playing squad, and now it's nice to just we're talking every week now about the performances. Yeah, they might sometimes not be great, sometimes they're good. But it's nice to talk about on-field and tactical stuff and players, this player, that player, rather than all the noise off the pitch. And it has quietly settled down. Um, it, it's 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 quiet now. You've actually, had you not mentioned it, I probably wouldn't have even brought it up. It's gone that quiet off the pitch. And, and that's what we want. You let Collins get on with it instead, get on with the, the job. Um, 
and, and let's have a quiet period because it'll all kick off again come January one <laughs> next window. Yeah, and, and, and I think yeah. the thing is as well, if, if you look at fixtures, obviously there's no fixture the coming weekend, and then you've got Leighton Orient away, so it's it's a it's a chance to get it, you know, six and six or you know undefeated away. We need to and, apply and, for all our games away. Ask the EFL, can we play them all away? I'm, I'm sure yeah, they'll let us. But then your next home match is, I think, the 28th of October. It's Fleetwood. I mean, bring a scarf, put an offer on. If you bring a scarf, mm. you get I don't know. Your pint gets served in 0.2 seconds or do something because I think, could you imagine? Well, I think we're that far away, aren't we? If, if, you, if, if you can work on that home form, you know, I think, right? Because I think there's two home games, isn't there? There's Shrewsbury, I think that might be a night match, Shrewsbury and then Fleetwood. And if you think about those two games, there's not going to be too many away fans are going to come from Shrewsbury no, on, no. on a midweek. There's not, not going to be many Fleetwood fans going to come on on a Saturday. So you're not going to have much of an atmosphere where there's banter between fans. And you know, it's not like somebody bringing two or three thousand. Um, so it's going to need something to generate. Otherwise, it will, it, and it could be a very dull atmosphere, couldn't it? Um, so I think it, that wouldn't be a bad idea for the club to generate something, certainly for the Saturday game, especially. Well, let's face it, you know, the the, the late uh, the later one is the start, but the, the Saturday is the last day of, um, oh no, it's the start of half term, isn't it, for many Barsley mm. schools. So, you know, kids hopefully, you know, if, if they're not, if nobody's going away, um, it, it, it's something to think about, isn't it? Just mm. really quickly then, because um, we'll obviously... Because the we'll, Chinese is going cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is going cold. Ah, special fried rice uh, we will low. record <laughs> we will record later in the week um, to look at that first sort of quarter of the of the season to see you know how, how do you think it's gone any winners any own goals uh, players that we've been surprised with players that are maybe underperforming I'll send you out a list and we will talk about that but just really quickly then um, looking ahead at, at Leighton um, their home form um, you know played six they've one three and lost three, and the goal difference is minus six. Our away form, we're on plus ten. Uh, we've drawn one and won five. So this week's going to be important, isn't it? Because we're on that away win sort of that rhythm of going and winning away. Uh, a week's rest can be, I suppose, it's it's great for any niggling injuries or anything. But they're going to have to keep focused, don't they, Ian, on yeah. on that laying it to try yeah. and build on it and 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 go into that. Home that those two home matches, you know, unbeaten yeah. in the previous two or three. No, no disrespect to those sides, but those three games, Leighton Orient away, Shrewsbury and Fleetwood at home, are winnable. Um, and hopefully, Lapatama could be back, could he? I mean, he was talking about only being a couple of weeks. Uh, he could come back for that group of games. No, are um, you dropping now? Are you dropping for Lapata no, then? The, we might have to discuss that later in the week. No. Um, but he, I thought we'd really miss him. And to be fair to MDG, I must work on that this week. Um, he he stepped up, and we've not missed Lapata. So uh, yeah, it's keeping focused. It's um, better work, extra work on the training ground. And um, you, the trouble is, when you're on this run, you don't want really a break, do you? No. Um, but we've got a break, and hopefully, we'll just hit the ground running at Leighton Orient. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Give Steve a break so he can hit the grud running downstairs to tuck it in his, uh, into his Chinese. Uh, we will be back next week when we'll look back at the first um, quarter of the season and uh, and discuss the, the fortunes so far for Manchester. But on the road, we're simply on fire. You've been listening to the Reds Report. We'll be back next week. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, you Reds. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.